Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is Jimmy's Muse here on Curious Anarchy, and I'm here, Jermaine, with my co-host, Mark. How are you, Mark? I'm fine. I'm just mute. Because it's a Muse session, I'm musing on the fact that I saw this award ceremony the other day, and I thought, how is Jermaine not on that ceremony? Like, why is he not getting awards yet? How long will it take? Hasta <laughs> cuando, um, as they say in Spanish. Until when? <laughs> I think when when they uh, finally open up a podcasting award, then uh, yeah. Well, be where's that going to be? <laughs> Let's tweet them and ask. <laughs> we'll invite them on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trustees and directors of the is it the Baftas? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll invite them on. In fact, that that'd be a really good um, idea, actually. They could come yeah, on let's to do it. Uh, maybe the Stargazers or maybe Brunch with Naomi Osaka. Brunch would be a good place to put them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, we can explore that. Ooh, an idea. Ooh. In fact, I'm, I'm hopefully going to be put in touch with someone who is a director. They work in theatre and all of that kind of stuff. So we'll see We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping to as well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know what? This world of podcasting has opened up so much in terms of opportunities to talk to people from various like fields, industries, and backgrounds. It's beautiful. This little space that we've created, I really appreciate it. I've got to tell people that. part of it. No, well, thank you, Jermaine, for inviting me. But I want to say to people, if you're listening, you'll you'll be get, able to detect the difference between a young, idealistic ideas like Jermaine has so that every door is a new door to open and go through whereas the more cynical elderly elderly kind of view I have which is more like every hole seems to be Alice in one Alice through the looking glass Alice through Wonderland you slip down the rabbit hole and God knows where you end up so we look at it slightly differently but we play with it both ways that's why it's curious and that's why it's an archie so that's how we roll it's all about perspective right exactly exactly and that brings us on to the news. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I want to start with... Oh. Um, I want everyone out there, and I know you're in different places in the world, and I want you to, to sit back and think about what you understand by the word sleaze. You know, you, you come often from places where your governments are pretty corrupt. But they're corrupt in such a way that you kind of know about it properly. Like you see it, and everyone in the streets knows, and you talk to people like, "Yeah, look what they've done now." Now we've in the United Kingdom, we've now got a government that is so sleazy that even half its party don't want anything to do with it. It is disgustingly sleazy. And there's a story that came out today. I mean, Jermaine and I were talking about a story earlier in the week uh, with Cameron. First of all, buttering up the the minister, the uh, the. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then finding out that someone who worked for the government also worked for that company that Cameron was in and then kept swapping jobs as like as like talking to himself, if you like, leaving his job to then go into the government job to respond to that and then go back. So he was like proper corrupt. Or Cameron <laughs> wow. sitting in the desert. Wow. Cameron sitting in the desert having a meal, you know, like representing this company, you know, this is the imagery they want. And they're all old Etonians. You can see a picture of all the people, even the people they've asked to investigate this, were all in the same Eton club at school. You got there's a picture going around Facebook, and you can spot them. They're all in it together. Yeah. 
Is so that, that was sleazy enough about being this... in it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For themselves, yeah. They didn't mean us all in it together with them. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. They go travelling anywhere they want. We've got to get passports and all sorts of things. Listen, there's nothing about together in this. In the Second World War, the whole thing was governments and the Queen. The Queen helped out and the governments were like in shelters with the people. None of that's happening now. This is them doing their thing and we're left to suffer. Mm. Banks get propped up. We get nothing. Now, all of that, was up to this week and you think okay fine maybe they're going to quell it down maybe they're going to investigate someone listen to the story today Matt Hancock and his sister own shares in the NHS contract firm oh spicy his sister listen to this his NHS Wales gave the company which specialises in the secure storage shredding and scanning of documents £300,000 worth of business ooh now listen to this. So first of all, bear in mind that this government is the closest government we've had since 1947 to closing down the NHS and making it a private company. For those of you listening, the NHS is the National Health Service. It's free in the United Kingdom. So when anything else is happening, you get free health care. The last election was fought on the on the idea that backdoor they're going to sell off the NHS. And now we find that the, the health secretary has got a share that his sister gave him in her company. Now, I don't know how many of you have got brothers and sisters. How many of you are lucky enough that the sister would give you 15% of the share of the company, whatever happens? I'm going to say you want to go home and kiss your family if that's happening to you, because quite frankly, I don't know many families that happens in. But here we've got the health secretary gets automatically 15% of every business they do in this company that his sister that's does. Cool. And I wonder how his sister finds the contract. <laughs> <laughs> No idea. I wonder how she no finds idea, it. Your Honor. Can you see why the rest of the party don't want to even get close <laughs> to these people? And I'm going to remind you of something, Jermaine. When the election yeah. happened, Johnson handpicked the people to be in his cabinet. And we all thought at the time it was because they had fairly right-wing views. Mm-hmm. But there's a, you know, that's the distraction in a way because there's a higher platform here of sleeves. Yeah. They wanted people that would not rat them out, right? They've got all people in there getting backhanders, left-handers, right-handers, so they don't rat each other out. It's like the Mafia, really. Yeah, I think it's like Mafia. They can't grass anyone up, so they're all in it together sort of thing. You know, they have to do the first kill so that everyone is on board, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. And I said to you the other week, and I'll say it again, where is Pretty Patel? Where is Gavin Williamson? Where are these people now? We don't see them now. They pop up to distract us when things like this go on. So I guarantee you within a week, we'll see one of these characters pop up that we ain't seen for ages. And you'll remember that all through the... I don't know, but... Well, I don't know, but what I will remind you of this is... Do you remember during... He ain't been around for a little while. Yeah, he hasn't been for a long time, yeah. Now, the other thing is, do you remember during the height of the epidemic in Britain, Nick Hancock was every day on the press yeah. wasn't he every day standing up for Boris he Boris disappeared and he was like taking all the flag so like his sister's got this contract now when's the last time we saw him say something then mm. means that. not as apparent not as apparent as he has been in the past it's mm. interesting mm. Oh. so I want to welcome you to 2021 British sleaze government mm. what a wonderful 
wonderful thing to be part of. We sit here and companies are going under, people are going bankrupt, people are killing themselves because they ain't got money. And guess what's happening? They're just enriching themselves. 100 million billion here, 100 million billion there. And that's not mentioning the expenses where they can spend 21,000 without even being questioned. Most people don't even earn 21,000 anymore. They, they, they have the ability, certain position, you're talking three, four, five, maybe even 10 or more times the, the, the average salary in expenses. That's the ability that they have. Do you mean? And it, it's, it's legitimate. Yeah. Right, Jermaine said to me the other day, if you were listening to the property the other day, which hasn't come out yet, so you will hear it eventually, about Bitcoins. He said, I'm worth 0.8% of a Bitcoin. <laughs> Uh, because a Bitcoin is worth about £43,000. About forty-six now. Forty-six. sorry, I beg your pardon. Yeah. For, well, I don't mind it. <laughs> so, an if, update for today. <laughs> I've, I've devalued myself in value. Uh, so if Health Secretary Matt Hancock is going to get three, 15% of £30,000, sorry, three, I beg your pardon, £300,000, can he buy a Bitcoin? Uh, I'm sure he could buy a few. <laughs> there you go so Jermaine and I are wondering how we can get a, an inth of a bitcoin an inthy inthy little bit of it and this guy's buying it from his sister's 15% she gave him part of the company mm. welcome to two-tier Britain Jermaine have you got any news that you've heard lately you know what something that I wanted to just sort of touch on with that um, I understand that the Minister for Health and Social Care actually has legitimate shares as part of being the Minister for Health in um, a yeah. biopharma company, which is not like GSK, it's not AstraZeneca, um, but it's, it's declared, it's out there. The, this information is on Companies House, so you can go and see that if you really want to check. Um, so there, there are things that they declare and there are things that they don't declare and some things that they don't declare that's the issue. Wow. Yeah, this whole thing. Wow, okay. It goes deep. I mean, if this was in your house, you'd call in people because the smell is so <laughs> rotten you'd want it sorted totally. out. Totally. Totally. What's your news, Jermaine? Anything? Um, you know what? I have not even really paid attention to the news. I know that there have been a couple of shootings, I believe, in America. Um, a couple? Too, yeah. <laughs> that have been in the news. That's what we're putting and, and, Anyway. Um, Dante Wright and there was a, another one um, I believe it was a, a 13 year old um, I'll need to double check yep. that but um, no, it, was, it was a 13 year old wow I'm I'm, I'm just shocked and, uh, I'm just seeing the response on Facebook and Twitter and I'm, I'm I haven't even watched any of the videos I can't even bring myself to do that right now because there's, there's things that we need to get done and they're going to help a lot of people so I'm just trying to stay focused yeah I mean, okay, so the thing is that in America, it seems at the moment, if you're a policeman, you can shoot a black person. And it doesn't seem to be an awful lot of, at best, you're going to get fired. It doesn't seem to be a lot of repercussions for doing it. It's as if they've given carte blanche to the, to the white police officers to do what they want. It's pretty disgusting. And I think probably we're best not discussing it right now. Let's discuss it when it all comes out, because it definitely will all come out. I want to raise something with you that I found 
more humorous than that, let's say. Go on. As, as you know, Prince Harry has flown back for the funeral of his uh, grandfather. Okay. Um, so they're burying, they're burying Prince Philip this weekend. You know what? Something he didn't want to stay. I, I <laughs> kind of like, not kind of struggle with is, is that whole thing. Oh, it's, what's his name? Philip. And that's his grandfather. You know, you can't, yeah. you can't be like, no, you can't do that. It, it's his grandfather. Uh, yeah, but wait, 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 wait. It gets better. You see, you're missing, you're missing yeah. the, the key part of it. Okay. It's a ceremonial thing, right? And the royal family over the centuries they've been around, especially as rulers of empires, love a ceremony. They love to get dressed up in their fancy dress. You know, look like the, the, the colonial emperors that they have been. So what started the news this week was that Prince Andrew, now for those of you who don't know who Prince Andrew is, he's the one that the FBI went to question about his relationship with uh, a supposed uh or not supposed, because I'm trying to be even-handed alleged. about it, someone who worked for the filming. Ale- thanks to you, that's yeah. an alleged uh, paedophile uh, in the film industry, uh, who was apparently good friends with Prince Andrew, who has claimed up to now that it couldn't possibly be him, because, and I quote, he doesn't sweat. So Prince Andrew approached the Queen to ask if he could attend the ceremony of the of his of his father in uh, a high-ranking naval officer's uniform. Okay, why? Uh, because he wanted to look grander for the event. Okay. Now the problem is he hadn't earned that 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 position uh, in the like admiral. He, he's not an admiral, and he wanted to dress as an admiral. Right. Okay. As a like, let's call it an honorary admiral. And Admiral. Now, here's the problem. The only person not wearing military regalia actually was going to be Harry. So the Queen has stepped in and said, no military uniforms will be worn by the royal family. They're going to wear sort of suits, somber suits for the... Now, why has she done that? Why? What do you think, Jermaine? Why has she done that? Is it in response to the messaging around colonialism and anti-blackness? No, not at all. Oh, God, no. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. All of that will be on display. You'll see all the jewels from around the world on a a crown and everything. No, 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 no. Nothing to do with that. Good Lord. Wow, okay. Uh, What is it, then? If they'd all wore uniform and Harry was the only one not to, Harry was actually the only one who's seen proper active service. So the only actual member of the royal family who A, has seen active service and B, who's actively supporting the troops has been Harry. Wow. How ridiculous would that look? (laughs) The only person to have seen combat properly isn't in uniform. And there's all these others that are wearing... uh, (laughs) Uniform that he should be wearing. (laughs) But also one's way above the the rank they were in. You know, so like Andrew was a helicopter pilot during the Falklands War, which lasted about 10 minutes. And he wasn't the, the rank that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. How ridiculous would this look? The only guy in the whole lineup, not wearing his outfit, is the one who's actually seen active service twice in Afghanistan. And they say that he, he saw it as a normal soldier, like they yeah. didn't like, treat him differently or whatever. He was literally on the front. Yeah. All the others haven't done that. 
and they were all going to wear their pomp and circumstance. Do you remember that? So the Queen had to call it off. Harry was doing, and he got a call, and they, he had to like literally get yeah, up. Yeah, and... they brought that up. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. And that's the difference. He's a he's an active soldier, so to speak. So the whole thing is so ridiculous. And on top of that, the situation we've created, if you bear in mind that I think it was 98 that they buried their mother. Yeah. Since 1998 to now, wedges have been placed between William and Harry, who used to be so tight as brothers, to the point of which that during the ceremony, apparently, Princess Anne's son who's that's like their older cousin he's going to stand between them so they don't have to walk side by side wow that's how many wedges have been pushed between William and Harry who were so close as brothers when they were younger um and I just find the whole thing uh well if you've ever seen the film The Madness of King George it it it, it verges into that territory a lot of this that's how silly and, and 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 irreverence this whole family have. Yeah. Uh, on a different level, a Hong Kong billionaire Jimmy Lai has been jailed for protesting against the Chinese government. This is an interesting story because he's a billionaire, mm. and I wonder how that's going to pan out. Mm. I wonder how the end of that story is going to roll because. I'm not aware of many other billionaires that have been put in prison. Mm. And he owns, he's a media tycoon, which means he has access to promoting news. I just wonder where this is going to head. You've got the Chinese government versus him. And then the various apologies for levels of democracy from around the world, who, for example, haven't stepped up into Myanmar yet, haven't stepped into China and how they're treating Muslims. So these so-called bastions of democracy who have been very silent on this. They've been as silent as Tory ministers have are coming forward and speaking in between their appointed times. Um, I wonder how they're going to deal with the fact that a billionaire has been imprisoned mm. for protesting against Chinese uh, input into Hong Kong. Have you heard of Jack Ma? No, I haven't. He's, uh, he's also a, a Chinese billionaire. He's involved with uh, Alibaba. Um, I'm kind of aware of this because of trading stock shares, etc. Um, but okay. he has been exceptionally quiet recently. For some reason. Okay. Don't know why, but he's, I'm just looking at his Twitter account now. The last tweet that he sent out was the 10th of October. I don't know that there, I think there was some kind of investigation going on or something taking place, but he's, he's just gone quiet. He's gone off the map. Um, so... Yeah, I'm interested to see what's going on with him. Now that you've said this, this other billionaire has been uh, he's put he's been put in jail. This guy, yeah, this guy's been put in jail for protesting against the Chinese. So what's happened? What you have in Hong Kong is a I don't know what the word you use these days uh, a, a token law thing in in Hong Kong mm-hmm. that acts on behalf of the Chinese government because China so okay so you, do you know the history of Hong Kong? Um, please take us through it briefly if you can so basically the United Kingdom wanted to invade China 
China didn't want to be invaded. They had a closed door policy for thousands of years. And there was a standoff. Uh, the British wanted the Chinese to take opium and they would take the Chinese tea. Oh, wow. This goes back that far. Um, yeah, no, this is... Well, that's the history of Hong Kong because what happened was in the negotiation to not invade China, Brit- uh, China agreed to loan Hong Kong to Britain for something like a hundred and what years. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember, but there was a guy called Patton who was the British foreign minister at the time. He went over to literally lower the British flag and watch the the uh, you know raising of the Chinese flag in Hong Kong when the term had mm-hmm. finished you know, the, when the whole term took China uh, you know Hong Kong uh, and, and Britain reached its yeah. time uh, they handed over the uh, the keys to the, the country yeah, the leadership to, uh, yeah to, so after 150 years it was so it was 150 year um, a contract where then in 1997 it was handed back to China. So since then, Hong Kong, which had experienced British rule for let's say 150 years, was used to the Western democracy. And then suddenly now they're being ruled by China, even though they were given levels of independence, given that they're an economic sort of uh, area sort of thing. Uh, they were given a lot more freedom than you'd have in China, but even still, they were objecting to being ruled by China, having Chinese courts and things oh. like that. So they've consistently demonstrated from the start of that being handed over, which is why he's been uh, imprisoned. So legally, under Article 1 of the Hong Kong Basic Law states that Hong Kong is an inalienable part of the People's Republic of China. So it's now formally part of China, but the problem is it's not ruled in the same way China is. And, and the people of Hong Kong, who have never grown up under Chinese rule, don't want it to be. So all of them have mass demonstrating for years. And because Jimmy Lai is one of the people that has done that, he has been imprisoned, um, guilty of unauthorized assembly. He's 73 years old. Wow. I'm not sure that we'll find out exactly how long. Oh, it's 14 months. How long has he done now? Has he only just got in? <laughs> Yeah, so he just got in. He's done about one month. So is his sentence the equivalent of your sort of layman's sentence? I think so. I think it's just he's one of many that all got... I mean, it's not just him that would have been sent down. Several activists would have been sent down. They were warned not to demonstrate. They've carried on demonstrating because they want to. And he's... uh, There's a... Martin Lee, is that... Someone you know? Martin Lee is a veteran campaigner. He's 82. He's been in prison. And a lawyer called Margaret, N, her surname is NG, literally N and G. She's 73. And they've been all, uh, they were suspended. They've got suspended sentences. But the others have been in prison for 14 months. Wow. Look, um, I'm wondering to see how he, how he deals with it. Because obviously as a, as a uh, media sort of, owner whatever he's uh, he's um, going to have some say when he comes out I'm sure you, you were talking earlier about a shooting in America um, I don't want to get into the ones where police officers have shot 
innocent black people. But there's a story that eight people have been killed in Indianapolis by a lone gunman. This is again to do with gun laws and the way that people can just carry their guns anywhere. Um, apparently, he shot eight people and then killed himself. Wow. And it was at a FedEx faculty. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't know if that's related or not. I, I, I imagine it is, but, uh, you know, obviously we're not going to find out the whole thing of yeah, it until... interesting. So far this year in the United States of America, mm-hmm. gun deaths account for 12,395 deaths. Wait, 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 hold on. You said so far this year. Yeah, so far this year. It's not the end of the year, right. I was going to say this financial year, but the financial no, year on April 1st, so that would be even more worrying. No, it's wow. from January. Four months in. We had 12,000 deaths, of which 147 were mass shootings. Ah, okay. okay. Last year, last year saw a total of 43,000 deaths, of which 610 were mass shootings. So four months in, 147, 240... They're behind schedule, so they have to catch up on the individual mass shootings. They're not going to reach 600 otherwise. But I know that Joe Biden has taken steps to try and tighten gun law, which, of course, is going to be madly opposed by those that believe in freedom of going arm or something. The uh, the Second Amendment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Often joked as, just in case the first one doesn't work out. Yeah. So you've got a, 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 what's the word? What's that word? You've got a du- duopoly, uh, a sort of con. Let's say you've got a dichotomy between black people who are trying to stay alive just because they happen to be black and people demanding their rights because they believe their rights are being taken away from them if you take their gun away from them. And if that's not a sign of privilege, I'm not certain what it is. Mm. I'm really not. Uh, just really not. Anyway, that's uh, those bits of news. Anything else on your mind, um, Jermaine? No, I think that that should be enough. Um, I'm just seeing yeah. some updates yeah. from last night. Pfizer's CEO says people will likely need a third COVID-19 dose six to 12 months after full vaccination. Okay, so but if, you, if you're going to go on to that, the, there's a more worrying feature that the the strain in Brazil is not keeping up with the other strains. In other words, it's causing more problems uh, than was expected that it would cause. Um, so they're saying numbers of infections are huge from the Brazil uh, COVID uh you know, sort of um, yeah. strand. That's the word. Um, and they don't know at the moment whether it causes death for certain, but it, the numbers of people affected are huge. And, and in, in some cases, the vaccinations aren't working. Mm. So it's a real problem because it's the, the Brazilian government are not interested in trying to stop it. They're, they're allowing complete movement, everything. And... Uh, I heard today that the ex-leader of Brazil, a guy called Lula, who was like the trade union leader that became president, okay. has been 
has had all charges dropped against him, so he's now free to stand. They want him to stand against this government because it's not prepared to do anything to stop this this uh, this um, ap- epidemic. They're not they're not interested. They just want to make money. They're not interested in doing anything wow. to stop it. So that's that's very interesting. You you made me uh, think. There was one other thing I wanted to bring up with you. Um, uh, human cells grown in monkey embryos. Ah, yeah. This came up last night as well, and I, I heard it. It went out my mind because you mentioned it, it. Brought it back to me. The U.S. Chinese team. So a U.S. Chinese team working together. Remember how the virus is meant to have started. There are U.S. laboratories in in the very area in China that this all started. And you had in the beginning of it. You had U.S. and China blaming each other for this virus. And now you've got a U.S. Chinese team working on how to put human embryos into monkeys. Mm. What do you think? <laughs> well, they're saying it's unethical. People are saying that it's unethical. What they're say claiming, what they're claiming, like, again, you have to go with what people are claiming. What they're claiming is that they kill off the they kill off the embryo after sort of twenty days or whatever. But that's just us believing what they tell us. Mm. Now the, the 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 thing is, so is that got- with science, it's because of some of these unethical practices that we actually have some of the technology to save lives today. Correct. It's a bit of a it's murky for sure. So one of the, the most we learned about human experimentation was during the Nazis during the Second World mm-hmm. War. And if you're happy to live with that happening to human beings that's fine you know they, were, they did for example operations on people without anesthetic or any form of treatment to see if they survived I mean this is the kind of thing they did so if you're happy with that that's fine uh, I want to quote the guy Professor Julian Suvalescu Director of Oxford Uhuru Centre for Practical Ethics and Co-Director of Wellcome Centre for Ethics and Humanities at the University of Oxford he said this kind of research opens up a Pandora's box to human, non-human, chimeras, whatever that means, mm-hmm. chimeras. These embryos were destroyed at 20 days of development, but it's only a matter of time before human, non-human chimeras are successfully developed, perhaps as a source of organs for humans. Right. That is one of the long-term goals of this research, which is which is true, but the, the problem is, is it mm. ethical? Mm. So, for example, how would you feel about someone taking your kidneys and inserting it into a chimpanzee's kidneys to see if we can, if it can stay alive long enough so we can use the the, the, the results to help other people with having new kidneys? See, I, th- I think it's, it's, it's certainly one of those questions of integrity and morals and and ethics um me i i I, I just think i i I don't like the idea of it but i can see and it's kind of like we shouldn't there there has to be a different way there has to be a different way is there is there anything that's out of bound because you see we're going to also have eventually we're going to have uh what's it called ai inputs into the human body as well So we're going to have AI inputs and cross-species inputs. 
is there anything that's out of bounds? Or can we just do anything to anyone mm. at any point? And who regulates that? If I say to you, we can give you regulate that. If I say to you, Jermaine, we can give you a new brain. The scientists. And, and and all scientists don't even agree. So there must be pockets. No, exactly. Yeah? Exactly. 100% right. 100% right. And, and the other question you got to ask yourself is, uh, <clears throat> um, if they do all this to you, so say tomorrow you go into an operation, you know, they give you a, a semi-AI brain and a monkey's uh, kidney. Are you cool with that? What about if I said I could give you a brain that'll keep you alive for two hundred years? Would you take it? Would I for two hundred years? I, I don't know about that. Unless they can, unless, <laughs> unless, unless you know, like it, it, it has some sort of youthful effects that keep me sort of below, like the age of. Keep me at the age that I'm at right now. No, no, no. That'd be no, great. You think that? Yeah. Bye, bye. I would imagine by 200 years' time, they would have all artificial everything so they you can know. put on you so that you'll keep the body of a 20-year-old. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it won't happen now, but it could happen in 100 years' time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Maybe I'd live and long also, enough to see it. <laughs> well, if you're anyone's around in 200 years' time, if you could contact the Curious Anarchy yeah. website, because what we want to know is, is Jermaine the same person? Because if they put a new brain in, he may end up having completely different thought <laughs> processes. Maybe even computer thought processes. So will he be the same person at the end of it? So if you could contact us, you, we've got various addresses. If you hit us on the Curious Anarchy in uh, 2,421, we'd be happy to hear from you. So by all means, contact us, yeah? <laughs> oh, dear. And I think that's it for uh, today's Curious Muse. Yeah. Uh, I would say so. Any other business? No, I think Wonderful. that's about it. So that's it from us with me, Jermaine, and Mark Wilson. Thank you very much. Have a great weekend. Enjoy your good weekend, morning, people. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And keep well. <laughs>